0: center more on Answers to prayers. I believe that the church has come to a state and a place in church history that we Must pray the more hallelujah. I believe that we live in a very crucial time and a crucial moment that we must pray and we must pray more but you know something, one thing that we should also understand is that, and then there are a lot of people that glorify praying so long. They celebrate the ability to pray for a longer time. They, they, they love it that way if they are able to pray for more hours. So we have a group of people that can pray and pray and pray like let's say they've prayed for five hours and then they go about it and then they celebrate it and then they tell everybody that oh I've prayed for this hour, I've prayed for this long, I've done that and I have no problem with it but the issue is that we must begin to look for higher. You must begin to estimate and we must begin to go in for higher things. Rather than celebrate long hours in prayer, why not celebrate results and answers? Rather than celebrating that you were able to pray for 15 hours and when you squeeze your shirt, the liquid and the sweat from your shirt was able to um, fill 15 bottles of um pure um this vortic water big ones you fill them up with your sweat and you have really prayed you have prayed why not celebrate results so you see when i see a group of people celebrating only their lengthy hours in prayer and i'm not talking about i'm not saying and i'm not in anywhere opposed opposed to long hours of prayer because As a matter of fact, if you know me well, you know that I also pray long. Amen. But now, I want us to also look at the bigger picture by celebrating results rather than celebrating long hours of prayer. Are you here with me? You know, there was... man his name is um, in the 1800s his name is George Muller and he was one of the fathers of the Christian faith especially when it comes to prayer and he was a Christian evangelist and also he had orphanages he was in England amen and this man was a man that he had a habit right of keeping a notebook and with the notebook, he had two entries within one page. And on one side of the page, he would write his request or his petition. Then on the other side of the page, he would write the date and also the specific answers that he got to his prayer. Is that one following me at all? So, he wasn't just someone who prayed. But it was someone who was expectant that every prayer that I have prayed, I am trusting God for results. And I believe from now we can be able to also live our Christian faith like that. Whereby with every prayer we pray, we give or we document and we expect that there should be results to the prayers that we have prayed. I want to even ask you a question. I want you to rate and I want to I want to take the survey right now. Rate your answer, your answers to prayers. I want you to rate it from 0 to 10. How is your answers to prayer in Christianity right now? From 0 to 10, I want you to do it right now for me. All right. Someone said two over ten. Another person said two over ten. Another person said five over ten. Another person said seven over ten. Person said over ten. Another person said three over ten. Another person said three over ten. Another person said five. Another person said, "You see, someone is shocked that someone is receiving seven over ten, but I'm sure that there are people that have zero mm. over ten. There are other people who is negative." Mm. hallelujah and with this first day of our apostolic gathering we want to have knowledge about prayer so that when we pray we can have answers all the answers to our prayer do you know that actually the biblical ratio for answers to prayer is 10 over 10 yeah God wants us to get to a level whereby when we pray we have the answers that none of our prayer will go unanswered and you know when we we when I was talking about um um Papa George Muller, and he was a person that it came to a time that he had almost he had a time in his life that he had one million answers to his prayer. He started from fifty thousand answers to his prayer because he documented all of them. When he prayed on Monday, you write, okay, I prayed for healing for Mister So So and So. Then he will write, I prayed on this date and on this time. Then on the other side of his note, he will document, okay, I pray, so I'm waiting for the answer. And when the answer comes, he goes back and he writes it there. That when I prayed, the Lord God answered me. He was documenting every prayer that he prayed. He was documenting. And you see, I, I was listening to a song yesterday. It's that which uh, motivated me to talk about this today and in the song it, the, the song is titled new thing and the first thing that the first phrase is that this is the times we prayed for mm. Mm. and i I, began, I sat down and i was thinking so what are the things that i'm praying for so you see if it's not the song that brought memories that led me to memory lane i i for one perhaps have not sat down to even reflect on the things all the things I've prayed for. So, how can I be able to ascertain and get to know that this is what I pray for and this is what God is doing for me? So, growing together, family, I want us to have a new perspective with regards to prayer from today. Every prayer you pray, document it and today we live in the social media world if you have your apple phone you have notes on it which it's it's linked to your google account if you have um, android phone you have color notes on it which is linked to your gmail account and you must document every prayer you have prayed and you are going to pray from this very moment and let's see the changes that was that is going to happen in our life hallelujah He is a man that wrote this scene he says that i live in the spirit of prayer that is george Muller speaking he says that i pray as i walk about when i lie down and when i rise up and the answers are always coming what a confidence thousands and tens of thousands of times have my prayer been answered when once i am persuaded that a thing is right and for the glory of god I go on praying for it until the answers comes. Hallelujah. This is a man that lived. It's not it's not belong it just within 1800s Yes. He lived in England. And when you go to their libraries, you see you see documents on this man written in it. He says he prayed and had tens and thousands of them. When he lies down, he prays, and God will bring answers to their prayer. Oh, I prophesy over someone's head right now. As you begin to pray from this very moment, you pray for healing, healing will come. You pray for breakthroughs, breakthrough will come. You pray for anointing, the anointing will come. You pray for a gift, the gift will come in the mighty, mighty, mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. No wonder so many things is written about this this man of god george Muller, that even in the 1877 he was supposed to move from um the united states to newfoundland and newfoundland is in canada if you are abreast with some of the places in 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 america hallelujah and he had a preaching appointment that he was supposed to go and and go and preach and when he sat in the ship and they were sailing, there was so much um there was so much cold that there was a fog and it led them to the middle of their journey under a bridge. Mm. And then he he, he moved from this from where he was sitting and he went to the the, the 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 captain then he said I need to get to Quebec and it's in Canada, I need to get to Quebec by Saturday afternoon. And the captain said, are you the only stranger on this ship? Don't you know that there is so much cold? It's raining, it's snowing. And then we have we've, we've stopped along the way. And the captain said, it's, it's very, very impossible. Then the man of God said, well, if your ship cannot take me to the place, my God can find some other way for me. Then he said, I have never broken a preaching appointment 52 years of my life none i've never done that and i must get to queue i must get to quebec and i must get to newfoundland by saturday evening then the captain said are you a lunatic what are you talking about you you, you are not correct it will take days for this fog to even go down before we can even move so it may take even more than a week for us to even move from this place he said no i must get there by saturday afternoon Then he said, so what are you going to do then he knelt down then he started praying so when he knelt down and he was started he started praying the captain looked at him and he was so like what is wrong with this man are you some retarded person or something like that so when he was praying, the captain said, Okay, then I want to join you. I want to also pray. So when the captain also went to his knees and the captain was about to pray, he, he he held the shoulder of the captain and he said, Don't even, don't even try praying. Then the captain said, Why? He said, First of all, you do not believe that God will do it, so don't pray. And secondly, I believe. <laughs> he said, First of all, you do not believe that this. God will do it. So don't even try praying. And secondly, I believe that God had already done it. So go outside and go and check. The captain went outside the checked, and then the fog had disappeared. And this was the testimony of the captain himself. It was that which made the captain become one of the strongest evangelists in that season and in that area. He was a man. He was a man that he believed his prayer. He lives in a... In, oh my God, let your church rise up to this place. I've been engaging God and I've been talking to God. I have been, I've been talking to God in this season for a long time. And then I am praying, I am praying, and I'm praying that we will get to a stage and a place in this, in this life that we will be like George Muller. That we are going to be so sure of every prayer we will pray and this was a man of God that after this after this time we have George Muller Foundation that is orphanages he ran an orphanage without asking everybody for a penny he ran orphanages without asking everybody for a penny and when and there was a day that the secretary came to and said we don't have food to eat we we don't have food for the children. Then he called the wife Mary. Then he started praying. Started praying. Then two of his two of the people that worked in the orphanage also joined him and they were praying. And when they were praying, somebody knocked on the door. And when the person knocked on the door, one of the people that worked in the orphanage rushed to the door, picked, picked. And said, what are you doing? I said, oh, this letter came to you right now. When they opened the letter, the wife said, open the letter. When the wife wife told him to open the letter, open the letter. And in there, in the letter was a check signed for them. This was a man that would pray. And when the people, when the children are hungry, by by let's say 5 a.m., there is no food. 6 a.m., there is no food. By 6.30, the children must, they have come to the dining hall they don't have any food they don't have anything he said okay raise up your hands and give glory to Jesus as their children are doing that there will be someone who is sending bread and milk to the other city and then it uh, their car has broken down on the way and they said no they saw that there is an orphanage here so they are coming to donate the bread and the milk because by the time they move from their city to go and give this bread and milk to the people that requested for them it would have been spot and he ran he ran this system for decades, depending on prayer alone, prayer alone, prayer alone, prayer alone, prayer alone, prayer, alone. prayer works. We should never relegate really prayer to any stage of our Christian life. No, 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 no. I am believing God for a hundred percent prayer life that when I pray for things, it will happen. My God. Kadabasa-tata-tata-tata-tata-tata-tata. Harabasa-tata-tata-tata. Halabasa-tala-basaya. Mandala-basin-telegosa. reto sibia tala Is someone here with me now? My God. My God. My God. My God. My God. My God. radikosa ta Yes, Lord. My mm. God, di My God, rata bacin, barata basanti, rigodo busha da brandesa, karabara dele belebe, ipata da Rend rende tebe kosi bire My God, my God, my God. My God. Let our prayer wax, let our prayer be potent, in the name of Jesus. Is someone here with me? There was also another man, Charles Finney, that is the the father of faith. Charles Finney also lived this life. Charles Finney didn't want to become a Christian. Ask me why. He didn't want to become a Christian because he says that ah, when, when, when. I don't understand why people pray but they don't receive answers to their prayer why should I become a Christian so he became when he became a Christian because he was a lawyer when he became a Christian he says that I am going he engaged God on the platter and the arena of prayer day in and day out when he puts a petition before god he knows that this is going to answer this is going to be answered he's the one that says that the best prayers are the argumentative prayer that is prayer that is like you you go on a you go on a contract with god may your christian life be impacted after this gathering may your prayer life be impacted after this gathering we live in an age whereby a believer talked in tongues. Do you know that some of these fathers did ne- never spoke in tongues? They never, because you see th- there are some of these fathers that they stayed in a time whereby tongues was not popular. They never spoke in tongues but everything they said came to be. How much more we this generation that have gotten this higher knowledge of speaking in tongues, our answers must be, our prayer must be answered. Amen. From today may you begin to celebrate prayer oh my god in songs of solomon the chapter two, the verse 14 the bible says that oh my dove this is god speaking to the church and to his people he says that oh my dove that that art in the cleft of thy rock in the secret places of the stairs let me see thy countenance let me hear thy voice for sweet is thy voice and thy countenance is comely. hallelujah my dove in the cleft of the rock symbolizes we 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 believers in christ in the hidden places of the mountain sides it means that we are seated in christ show me your face god is talking to his 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 bride and god is saying that i want to see your face that is i want to see your face god he says that and i want to hear your voice god don't want god doesn't want to just hear your voice alone he wants to see your face in prayer i want to see your face so as we are singing i want to see you i want to know your ways i want to see you god is the one that first wrote that first that first love letter to us that he wants to see our face it's like you see there are times where you hear someone's voice for a long time you've not seen the person for years then you hear the person you see the person rather you begin you see the person you see that indeed nothing beats that kind of connection where you are able to see the person's face and hear the person's voice god wants to see your face he wants to hear your voice so seeing someone's face and hearing their voice is so fulfilling than only seeing only hearing the person's voice god wants you to come there comes a time in your life that god god wants you to come to a place in your life that he always sees you and hear your thoughts in the room of prayer you engage God like that that is why prayer in the Greek in the New Testament is 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 prosikomai. it means it means it means face to face so pros means towards or facing before and then, my means to originally speak out or utter aloud. So, prayer means that we engage God face to face and we speak to God. Oh, how is our life ordinary when we are seeing God? It means there is something wrong with our prayer life. Why then is our life ordinary? When we see God and speak to God, how, how? see how people boast when they see celebrities. See how people boast when they see uh, celebrities. See how they boast. See how people just boast because I have seen this, I've seen, and we have seen the God of the heavens and the earth. There is something definitely wrong. I want to tell you that God really answers prayer and God is waiting for us to engage him on the altar of prayer from today in the morning when you are washing down engage God in prayer when you are brushing your teeth engage God in prayer when you are when you are dressing up engage God in prayer When you are moving and you are on the bus, engage God in prayer. Everywhere in your life, engage God in prayer because prayer works. God answers prayer. Why am I saying God answers prayer? Because number one, God is faithful. My covenant will I not break nor alter the thing that is gone out of my lips. Once I have sworn by my holiness that I will not lie unto David psalms 89 verse 34 god said that i will not lie it means god is a covenant keeping god god is faithful and he's a covenant keeping god when god says that i answer prayer indeed god answers prayer god is not a man that says that i pledge this i pledge allegiance to this and uh, we falter in our actions will go here and know that is not who God is God keeps his promise he says for my covenant I don't break God don't break his covenant your mom can break his covenant I remember there was a time I told my mom something I told my mom not to tell anybody that night my father asked me that same thing I knew that these two people they are never to be trusted that is who men are even your own parents there are times they cannot be faithful, but God is faithful. He is a covenant-keeping God. In in Titus one, the the verse two, the Bible says that I, uh, in hope of eternal life, with God that cannot lie. Oh my God, Which God that cannot lie, promise before the world began. God cannot lie. When He says something, He will fulfill it. That is who God is. And when you have this kind of knowledge in your head, and you are praying, you know who you are asking from, and you know that if He says He cannot lie, then the thing that you are speaking to Him—that He says indeed—is going to answer you. He will answer you. When you have this knowledge, everything about your life changes. God is not a liar. Let's assume God is a liar which God is not. The word of God is not, is not true. Jesus is not true. The Holy Spirit is not true. Tongue speaking is not true. You as a man is not true. But you are real. Jesus God, is a, God is real. So as long as God is real, you must understand that he is faithful. He will fulfill everything he has said concerning your life. Whether in God willing more abundantly to show unto the heirs of promise the immutability of his counsel Confirmed it by an oath that by two immutable things in which it was impossible for God to lie There are things that are I'm impossible for God and one of them is a lie It is impossible. Have you heard the saying that there is nothing too hard for God and nothing is impossible for God? There are things that are impossible for God. That is a lie. You will not lie to you. God. God is not about to lie to you. He's not going to lie to you. He's not going to lie. It's impossible for God to lie so it means if this is the attribute of god it means there is something wrong with perhaps the way we ask and how we ask and the way we understand prayer and the way we pray Mm. for as the rain cometh down and the snow from the heaven and returneth not either but watereth the earth and maketh it bring forth and bad that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth, it shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereeth I sent it. It means that God he delivers. God delivers. When you task God, God will deliver. If God it means God is a delivery guy and God is never late as a delivery person. When you, when you order something, God will deliver it. Mm. When you place something in the room of prayer, God will bring it. Mm. He says that his word comes forth and his, his word will fulfill everything he says. Mm. Bringing seed to the sower and bread to the eater. Mm. When it's done fulfilling everything, before mm. it vanishes. I want to paint a picture of your God to you today. And it should influence the way you look at God and you look at prayer from this moment. In James 1, the verse 17, the Bible says that every good gift and every perfect gift is from above. And it cometh down from the Father of light in whom there is no variableness. Neither any shadow of turning every good gift every perfect gift when you talk about when the bible talks about good gift i'll i'll get there when the bible talks about good gift good gift is a natural gift it comes from god when you have a natural gift sing it it comes from god and when the bible talks about a perfect gift perfect giftings are supernatural giftings prophecy tongues given the bible says they come from god that is not my motive that is not where I what I want to even paint but what I want to show you is what the Bible continues saying that it comes from the father of life the father of light with whom whom there is no variableness people that did mathematics will understand when they say there are variables Mm. variables change these things if you did maths, you know that when a variable is introduced, it means that the variable is a change, is a change maker, is a change, is a change character, it's going to change things in that mathematical process. And the Bible says that there is no variableness in God. God is stiff when it comes to the things He has said, and the Bible says that and it cometh down from the father of light, whom there is no variableness, neither shadow of turning shadow of turning. I want you to look at this. Mm. The sun is a perfect like the sun is perfect. Mm. The sun is light. Right? The sun is light and the sun is so perfect the day the sun is going to delay by five minutes disaster will happen here on Mm. the earth. The sun is so perfect that if there is 20, there is 20 minutes of delay or 20 minutes of calculation miscalculation by the sun there's going to be flood, there's going to be um, flood, there's going to be heat, there's going to be so much chaos here on the earth. Even the sun, it comes. there comes a time that is not as perfect. That is why it produces eclipse. But the Bible says that for our God, he's so perfect, more than the sun, and there is no shadow, shadow of turning. There is no shadow of turning in God. There is no shadow of turning in God. My God. The Bible says in James chapter 1 verse 15, verse 5, sorry. It says that if you lack anything or if you lack wisdom, ask God. That is the giving God. That is what the Greek says, the giving God ask the giving god you know they knew that god is a giving god ask god and the bible says that he give it to all men liberally and he upbraided not it means that god gives liberally do you know god is not an armstrong God is a spoiler. God is a spoiler. To give liberal means that to give extravagantly. It's like when a guy meets a lady and then the guy says, I'm going to spoil you. That is how God is when it comes to the way God gives. God will spoil you. And I want to paint a a picture of who your God is to you. God will spoil you. So when you ask of wisdom, he will give you and he will give you overload. When you ask of breakthrough, God will give you the breakthrough. He wants to give you the breakthrough already before you even ask. Mm. That is why he says before you even open your mouth to ask, he knows what you want. Mm. He, just want to, he just want to bring you on the point of legality, So that the enemy will say that indeed you deserve it. Mm. Through his favor and his mercy and through Christ. Oh my God. God wants to spoil you. Actually, God wants you to make you filthy, filthy with answers. You have, you, have, you, have, you have answers. You have filthy rich in answers with everything you are asking. Testimonies upon testimonies. That is why He said in Jeremiah 33, 3, He says that, Call unto me and I will answer you. And I will show you great and mighty things you know not. The issue is that, uh, that is clean rage actually, hallelujah.
1: hallelujah.
0: I, 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 I want you to, I want you to notice it. In Jeremiah three verse the Bible says that, Call unto me and I will answer you. That means that you, your request you send to God, there yeah, is Cocoa for God. Exactly. That is the first thing he will do for you. He said when you ask, just... you came for 100%, but I'll give you the 100%. And after the hundred percent I'll give you extra three thousand percent that's you you knew not I want to ginger you further you ask you 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 rise up in prayer more that is why this apostolic gathering is all about I want to I want to raise up some holy anger with you within you and then the man in you the champion in you will, will be awakened to prayer like never before that you begin to rise up onto your feet and you pray and you pray just call on to me when you call on to me I will answer you I will give you your answer that is it and when I'm done with you you see so you know, when, when you are there God is already wa- waiting for you to show you some things that you don't even know and you see the thing you the thing that brought you to God is your request that is scope for God so God wants to tell you if the, the 50 cities you want, I will give it to you but there are other golds in in hidden places in that places that nobody knew not I want to give it to you that is what I want to do for you so the moment you open your mouth to you even answer of him he blasts you with excess and in excess I prophesy over someone's head from today you pray and you receive answers like never before in the name of Jesus You pray and you receive answers. In the mighty name of Jesus. So the issue is that why are we not getting answers to our prayers? Why? Why are we not getting answers to our prayer? Why? Why? God wants to save you. God wants to deliver you. God wants to give you everything that you want. So why are we not receiving answers to our prayers? Number one, we pray amiss a lot of us are praying but we are praying amiss and that is why I began by saying that you see do not just celebrate praying the long hours in prayer hey, dear, every blessed day I pray for 3 hours mm. if you pray for 3 hours and you don't receive answers the one that prayed for 20 minutes and had answered had done something worth profiting than you The one that prayed for maybe 20 minutes had done something poor. Why? We are praying amiss. So James 4, he says that he asked and received not because he asked amiss. And he didn't just end there. He says that that ye may consume it upon your last. I want you to follow me carefully. Hallelujah. You see, God. What is amiss? Praying amiss. Amiss means to pray from a point of ego. Um, It's from the Greek word kakos. It means that to pray from the point of ego. Is someone here with me? And that is it when you are praying amiss. So, prayer must not come from a point of ego and it must not come from a point of last. The moment our request is from a point, the motive is based on ego. And last, it means we are praying a mess. Hallelujah. Amen. So you see, why are you praying the way you are praying? Why are you even asking that thing? Why are you asking and it's so likely we can pray amiss it's so likely why what pushes us to pray the thing that pushes us, man is a sensual being the thing that pushes us to praise our emotions mostly pain 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 pushes man to pray um, there are times lack needs wants pushes us to pray and that is man for you and that is that is it it pushes us to pray and that is it. So, if these things are not founded carefully, you will pray amiss. Recently, let me share this story with you. I I, I received an invitation from a woman of God okay. to come and do something for okay. for her. And uh, initially, I thought I wasn't qualified to do it because uh, the topic wasn't... It was something that I was preparing but I had not done it for long. So I wanted to do it within I sh- um, I didn't want to do it because... I thought I wasn't the best person for that subject, but she, she explained it to me that, oh, I am even the best person to do it. And when she still explained it, I was very stubborn, I didn't want to do it. Then she brought out some things, and she said, okay, so I want to do, do it because this and this and this and this. Then she said something like, okay, so that you, you, you are even the first person to do this and that and that. And I accepted the thing. But when I accepted that, thing, I was going to sleep. In my sleep, the Holy Spirit ministered to me. So you accepted the thing, number one, because you are the first person going to do it. That is why you are accepting the thing. So the Holy Spirit made me understand that it was ego here that was speaking. I wasn't just going to do the thing because I want to do the thing. But I was doing the thing because I will be the first person to do it. And that is, that is when the Bible talks about mess. That is where ego steps in so i i i sincerely didn't want to i didn't do it when the holy spirit brought it up because he made me know i had faulted i would rather be the third person to do it in order that i will know that this thing is not from a point of ego this thing is not from a point of lust. this thing is not from a point of of this so you saw a man of god preaching ministry and you saw him ministering and you saw that oh this one there look at the way people are honoring him Look at the way, and that night you 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 woke up around 1 a.m. and you are praying. Oh God, anoint me. Oh God, anoint me. What is the motive of the prayer? Mm. The motive of the prayer is that you've seen somebody mm. praying, and you've seen somebody doing something, and then out of that, your your ego, your motive, you are praying because you also want to get to that level in order to get the things that the person has attained, person has attained. that is the reason why you are praying
2: Reflection.
0: so why are you praying for that mm. I remember when I went to level 100 I said oh God I really want mm. uh, that is the first I said Lord I want to drive in UCC mm. what was the motive that when I drive the, the windows will be down everybody will know that me too I did I will, mm. I will, I will pull up where people have gathered. Mm. slow down get some music that was the motive Mm, my god that was the motive lord let me also pull up (gasps) in some bands pull up in some corona corona. let me let me just flat around so that people know that me too a day town a day a day that was this that was that that was the motive god would have been laughing in heaven Hallelujah, the motive is wrong. Why do you want to do that? Why do you want to get this? Oh, I uh, Someone shared a story it says that uh, he saw that when a man of God came to preach And when a man of God came to preach uh, it was it was in the evening and then they brought a glass and then they were pouring People drink into the glass. He saw the way you see when the when the, a drink is poured into the glass the the little droplet that is on the on the glass Ah, ah, a way so so What is the motive? You just want to go and drink, people drink mm. praying a mess. Lord exalt me, Lord exalt me. You still have your ankle in your head that you have not forgiven, that you want to go and be blessed so that you go and show ankle that you too have come. You want to, you God let me marry, let, God let me marry You want to go and show your ex that you to your husband married you and uh, That is why you are praying for money to do that big wedding Invite 33 different bloggers to come Blog yes. everywhere, write on walls, write deep in people's walls When you go to KJT, write, spread it, put pictures Me too, I have arrived, the new couple in town God, I want God, I want to marry God, I want to marry. I want this God. You see, it's not like God cannot do it, mm. but the motive. Oh the motive. The motive. So it's likely for us to pray amidst because needs, pain, sometimes happiness, sometimes hunger, sometimes it pushes us to pray. So what is the way out? Because the issue is that pain will not cease with man. Our need, we may, we will always have. So what is the way forward? So that we are not going to pray amiss. It said in John chapter 15 verse 7. The Bible says that if ye abide in me and my words abide in you, ye shall ask whatever ye will and it shall be done unto you. Is someone here with me the bible says that if you you abide in me and my words now abides in you abide means to live to settle and to take up residence so God says that if you abide in me that one day we have already passed as long as you are believer you are abiding in God true or not true so as long as you are believer you are abiding in God but the second thing is that is the Word of God having settlement inside you mm. because if the Word of God is having settlement inside you it will put it to purify your motive mm. the Word of God purifies mm. motives if the Word of God is in you when your ego rises up there's the Holy Spirit will speak to you and will chastise you and you know that mm, this thing is very some ways i will not go i will not go for it so you stop those that don't have the word of god when their ego is speaking they don't even they cannot even distinguish between this is my ego speaking this is my my ego trying to this is my last trying to push me to ask this thing from god the word of god purifies the motive of the believer so that is why people who have the word of god inside of them they know that this thing it's I'm not going to pray because I it looks as if I am jealous here I will not I'll not allow jealousy to push me to pray ah you see you see someone now, you are not even grateful that God did that for them you also want them to also go and show show if the Word of God does not purify your motive you will be always praying amiss that is why we always we always admonish that you must pray Day in and day out, daily, cont- uh, daily um, reading of the scripture, daily hearing of the word of God purifies your intents. I remember when I, when I, when I even got to level 200, 300 I wasn't even praying for car again because I knew that uh, I was praying for some things. The Lord said I will add that to you. That's it. Because at that time, it wasn't there, it wasn't, the word of God had purified my motives and had, and had taken that last out. You are praying for the anointing of God. Let the word of God purify your motive. And if it's sincere, God will overdo it for you. And He's ever ready to overdo that for you. He's ever ready to make you um, be more anointed, even more than you are asking so I want to ask you a question why are you asking for the anointing why are you asking for the anointing why are you asking for that uh, car why are you asking for that money why is it because for for show off? let the Word of God purify your motive Let the word of God purify your motive it's not about sure that is why you see people who have the word of God in them they know how to pray and when to pray and what to ask of God I remember I remember I remember I had a son and this my son's prayer is oh God bless me with a lady that this and this and this is having this kind of physique and the whole thing is that because in my family dear this and this and this and this he, he he's doing competition with someone that he's going to marry you it's not like god, god can give you some god can give you what you can't even carry he can overdo it for you you now you you need people who have gone to Bokom for 50 years to come and help you carry things god can do that for you but the issue is the motive so why are you fasting? Why are you fasting? You want to fast so that people know that you are a fasting machine. And those are the people that after fasting, they come and then they, they want everybody to know that they have arrived from the mountains. So they call you, hello, is this Oh, I'm praying. I'm on the mountain and I'm praying. And those are the people that every day, what they are seeing is death and sickness and accidents. A bumpire, and you want to be born a bumpire, and I'm a beam, and you will be a man in our say, Who be back? I pray for you in Jesus' name. From this moment, you'll not be praying a mess. One-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta. shada ba 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 Kampasatata-ya. Kandala-brando-satala-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. From today, may you be, be able to ask God, because the word of God. Uh-huh. The Word of God has purified your thinking and your thoughts. Mm. That is not what God wants. God, 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 is, God can open that door for you times hundred. I am so. freedom. from a a place whereby his word has purified your motive. Because you see, man is a sensual being. For man, we are sensual beings. We always want to. What we fear pushes us to act what we what we what we feel will always push us to act in a manner so there are some people that someone did something to them six years back they have not forgiven the person and they are praying for six years all because they want to receive something to go and go and show the person Mm, god god help me i heard of a story that somebody was praying saying oh at that time when uh, US was looking for Saddam Hussein says God I'm, I'm going I want to go to chair I'm going to the mountains to pray so that God will show me where Saddam Hussein is so that all the other prophets will know that in the whole world everybody will know that me to a day <laughs> look at the motive Look at the motive. Wrong motive. So, a lot of people come to me, and when they come to me, Uncle Ben, I want to, I want to, I want to, God the Lord to bless me. I want to prophesy the way you prophesy. I want to be, I want to even prophesy more than you. I'm saying, Oh, don't worry. I, I even want you to receive times 10 of what I carry. But the issue is that why do you want to prophesy? Okay, it's not easy, the way you prophesy. So that me to, uh, I'll, I'll dress and I'll go by the roadside. Everybody who's going, I'll prophesy to them. Prophesy to them. So that street prophets. So that everybody will know that the new prophet has come. The new prophet has come to, to town. Do you know that the all oh wise God, all oh, all oh, oh, eternal God, will give out his goodies. He he doesn't give his good things. He doesn't cast a spell before swines. So when your motive is wrong, you you become a swine. And God is not going to cast a spell, his precious answer, his gift before you. He won't do that. Number two, why don't we receive answers to our prayer? Unbelief. I want us to look at this thing very clearly i want to paint a, a different picture of unbelief to you yeah uh, the bible says in james chapter 1 verse 8 that a double-minded person um cannot receive anything from god that is very that is very crucial oh. that scripture makes my heart beat He says that the bible says that a double-minded person not an unbeliever oh. a double-minded person means you are a believer but the bible says that you cannot receive anything from god why because you are double minded you are asking from a point of unbelief hey. that's that's serious a story is said of i think Kenneth Hagan all right and he went to minister and this is why i want you to look at this okay i want to ask a question last week we we prayed for a woman who is sick today i want us to pray for the woman who will join me to pray if you join me to pray raise up your hands you want to join me pray for a woman who is sick you want to join me for you want to join me pray for a woman who is sick you want to join me for prayer? Yeah, yeah. That is the emotions coming in. Yeah. Everybody will show up again, but that is it. Let me tell you a story. Kenneth Hagan went to a place to minister when he was ministering, and they were done. In the olden days, when um, when a man of God is and people living do it, when a man of God is done ministering, the people gather money and then they bring it under under his feet. So when he was done, they were about to gather money. And the woman raised her hand, said, "Oh, I want us to pray for this woman. He's dying. This and this and this and this." Then they prayed. The doctor says that he's going to, he's going to die. So the church prayed. The next day, when he came, and he was about to be done, the same woman raised up the hand and said, "Oh, uh, there is a testimony now." The doctor says that the case has moved from the realm of the impossible. It has entered the realm of the possible. So now uh she's well. But I want us to still pray for this woman uh, because I think she's feeling some pain so that uh, God will heal her. The moment the woman said that, is it, the thing the woman said isn't it wrong, no. it's not wrong, the, the moment the woman said that God, the Holy Spirit spoke to the man of God that they have taken this thing from my hands, this woman will die within, with, within the next three days. the woman died three days right after the prayer are you getting something here now you ask me what was wrong unbelief we should get to a point in our christian life when we pray about the thing our next one should be thanksgiving even if there is no change So, we are praying that, oh God, I want this money Monday. Tuesday, don't go and pray for God. I want this money. Pray from a point of faith. The Lord, I thank you for giving me that money. I thank you because I have received this money. And oh Lord, you are a good God and you are a good father and you see this thing really it's it started with this charisma it's charismatic move especially when you're casting out demons mm-hmm. you see that we begin when we lay hands we say come out come out we can do come out for 20 minutes or one person come out come out come out come out we want the person that is shaking shaking to, to to begin to become soft oh oh i'm going i'm going i'm going now i'm going, now I'm, I'm going then another oh until it's working it's working it's working it's working then when the person oh I've gone and said it has worked that is still praying primary prayers when Jesus saw the demon he told them come out and that was it once and the others were, were thanksgiving so don't wait when you say tell that person I cast you out in Jesus' name. Begin to give thanks to God. What the person will do there, yeah, it doesn't consent. You let the person shake for hundred minutes. It's not your concern. I told myself, yes, but I told myself this thing is very stressing in the tablets of God church. As prayer tower, they will use us to go and pray. There was a time we prayed and prayed and prayed. And prayed. Come out, mean copra mean copra It's not like Cape demons. Come as demons, they are strange. You pray for them, We will mention your name and all other things and they'll tell you, hey pray 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 tell i was tired not knowing as i was praying my tree died it was after an all mind, mother half half, half half mother so they say hey now where is where is poor spacing see? hey uh, papa me oh then i show i showed up i told god god so is this is this how casting of demon is so i came back i looked through the scripture i said how did jesus cast demons and jesus did that once and i said okay this is this should be my reality my reality should not be how the person is behaving that should not be my reality my reality should be what jesus depicted these days there are times that i am preaching what i'm even saying is not something that it should push someone to fall down and begin to shake and but even in the midst of a message, that time the message is not even about something. People will fall under the power of God and everything that was controlling them will vanish. Now I've even become very economical with laying hands. It's not a matter. come to a point in your life whereby, you see, your mind will play tricks on you, regardless of unbelief. If you have prayed and you've gone to God seven times on a particular subject, it is likely that the first six times you went to God, you went to God in unbelief. If you went, if you've gone to God about seven different times on a particular subject, it means six of them were in unbelief. Come to a point in your life where you have answers to your prayer. That is where God is calling us to. That we are going to receive answers to whatever prayer we pray. Is someone ready? And is someone ready to enter into that realm whereby you pray and it's a possibility. So you wake up in the morning and you are praying that, Lord, I am praying for mommy. The next day should be, Lord, I thank you. Lord, I'm praying for that favor. The next time should be thanksgiving until you see, you see, Don't worry about what is happening around physical. So I've prayed, I've prayed, I've prayed, but the thing is not working. That thing is not working. That thing is not working. One of God, I've prayed, that thing did not work after praying. Bible say a double-minded person is not qualified to receive from God. Verse 7 coming down, what it says that. Verse 6 But let him ask in faith, not wavering, not wavering. For he that wavered, he that wavered, is like a wave of the sea driven by the wind and tossed. For let no man think that he shall receive anything from the Lord. It's very risky. It's a dangerous scripture. A double minded person. Oh Lord, I am praying. The next day, Lord, let the anointing come. Come, come. Oh, I do. You see, there are times it's not coming. You don't even see a physical change. But don't stop there. Continue and push harder. And begin to trust your God that God will do above what you even ask God for. God, I need healing, healing. There are times. Have you seen? Have you seen? Have you seen that there are times in your life that you are praying about the thing? The more you pray, the more the thing becomes worse. Maybe you have not experienced that before. I've experienced that before. But there were times I was praying about something, the thing, the more I prayed, the more the thing became it became worse and worse. And you see, that is the point whereby a lot of people enter into unbelief. But that should be the time your your belief and your hope your belief and your grip on the word of God is constant why because God says the word of God says our God is faithful and he's not like he's a covenant-keeping God is that he's he's a deliverer he's gonna do it prayer works through. I want growing together family I want you to rise up to that realm of possibility See that spoon fed Christianity. I want us, to, we have come of age now. I want us to move from that space. I want you to, see, you to, that is why the task is that I, from, from this very moment, begin to document your prayer and see what God will do. You pray, you expect results, pray and expect results. What is prayer? Prayer is answers receiving answers and that's prayer that's the definition for prayer the definition for prayer is receiving answers so if you prayed and you did not receive answer you didn't pray you did physical gymnastics so clap your you clap your hands and you sweat and you sweat and you sweat and you sweat can, you, have, you have you have reduced calories it's good for your health you have, you, have, you can breathe well you reduced your calories; it's nice for your health, but you did not pray. You, it's physical fitness; it's gymnastics. You went to gym. You have you have picked dumbbells, and it's good, it's good, but you did not pray. You've you've been on the treadmill, but you did not pray, because when you pray, you must get answers. And I want you from this very moment to engage God on that platform. I had a story, I read a, I read a story about a man of God and it's Kenneth Hagan God told him he, his mother was sick then he was praying and then God said your mother will die then he said, eh? if you don't know and you kill my mother you allow my mother to die I, I will really have something against you pal. and that was how he said it when I was reading it, I was say hey, these people, the way they talk to God <laughs> they talk to God as if say, I will, I will always remember you that you, you did not say my mother I'm like hey these people they talk to God with Akata moves bio. and you see because they understand father-son relationship because they understand father-son relationship they engage God on that on that realm they engage God on that realm And this same man of God, like when I'm reading about him, I'm like, hey. There was a time God said, go and give this money to this person. He says, that's the money I have for, it's left for me and my family. You, you, You should do something about it. I mean, create another money, I beg. This money dear, is for me and my house. I'm like, hey. Here, 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 in this area. We will not do it all, but we will not say it. It is in our head. It's in our we will not say it, but we will not go and do it. We know, but
1: well,
0: but you don't know that God hears your inner thoughts rather than communicate with God on that level and begin to talk to God. God says, Come, let's reason, begin to engage God on that level. Papa, I, I I for me as a man, I believe that this woman is serving you so good. And if you open this opportunity for her. She, her faith is going to be strengthened so much. I believe you can do that. And that is why I've come to you. What do you say? Papa, I've come to you. I... I... I've come to you once again. I... This this document that I really need to apply for this job... I believe if this thing, in my, in my human timing, if this thing come in this month, is really going to make things really help, help um, be helpful and all that. That is why I've come to you. Prayer is not always the changing things we have been doing That is why you miss it. Talk to God like you're talking to me. The way I talk to God is the way I talk to... So there are times when I'm talking about the way I communicate with God, I'm afraid the religious people will judge me and all that. Because there are times I talk to him Papa. it. At that time, God will talk to me. Go Pray so, for this person. I'm like, Mimi Diano Granan Yay, cinema. Mimi Diano Gran Yay, my bump three days. About her, Baba, her own yay. Obedient and a couple of months. And a sunny, it's sunny, it's sani. I see see Hallelujah. that's how I converse with my God and he blows my mind and I know there are times he he, I'm not saying that everything is correct but he shifts it makes the conversation becomes that is prayer engage God and talk to God and begin to talk to the Holy Spirit say don't you think if this thing is done I want you to do this thing for me Uh, just engage God and when God God spoke God said when God spoke to the man of God, that is Kenneth, Kenneth, Kenneth Hagan. He said, I want her to live till 80 years. God said, okay, I'm going to do that. And God did it. And the woman died in her eight, the week within her 80th birthday. The week within her 80th birthday. That is someone engaging God on prayer. so when you pray about something the next time you go you thank God you start speaking in tongues if if you start speaking in tongues and edifying your spirit it will make you become a believer and in this month as you are interceding and you are praying I want you to engage God on on, on that level you wake up in the morning you say father I've come your son I've come I really thank you for helping me you've you've brought me far in this life I thank you, your daughter, father, you are opening doors for me. I am so delightful. God, there is something that is um, bothering me. And that is why I've come to you as my father. Uh, In my knowledge, to me, I believe that if you take this thing away, I am really going to have the concentration to do that which I do. I open up myself and I make prayer in the name of Jesus that you help me deal with that. And may your will also be done in my life jesus name amen. amen and that is prayer maybe you may not sweat but you have, prayed. you have prayed may we receive the apostolic spirit of prayer may we begin to receive the apostolic spirit of prayer amen from this very moment we will be you you are we are going to move from a point of unbelief in the name of Jesus and do you know something i asked myself when did believing eh when did believing become so hard for believers you are a believer and believing has become so hard for you when did believing become so hard for believers your, your your name is a believer it means you dear when we talk about you what it should be you should be noted for as believing are a believer because that's you. you believe it should become automatic for you believe that God will do it believe that God will heal him believe that God will heal her believe that God will open the doors believe it and open up yourself Pray for five more minutes and receive the spirit of prayer.
1: Come on now.
2: Mandala brado Pray for five minutes.
0: That's your contribution today. To receiving something in your spirit. A rabada
1: basinte mm. Andele and bocha
2: Banda
0: ba, speaking tongues if you can speak in tongues Bande sataya
1: Bande mm. I'm <laughs>
0: In the name of Jesus We pray in the name of Jesus Receive the spirit of prayer Receive the urge and the, the, the willingness to pray My God and my Father It will be said of us In the name of Jesus That we are the men that prayed for the city We are the women that prayed for the city And ah, there the, there, are, there, are, there, are, there are places in life that people are noted because of the things that they receive from God, and it's regard to prayer. When, when believers gather and we understand what we are doing and we pray, answers must come. Answers must come. And I, I, I always say this thing. Let me. I want to end with, with saying this thing. There are a lot of people that we are praying, we are asking for things that are so minor, like, some things are, it's like, you meeting a king and then you meeting a rich man and then the rich man asks you of something and then he says that, what should I, what should I do for you? And all that you could ask of the rich man is that, "I, I want you to give me a bowl of jollof, please add two eggs. A rich man says that come to me and 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 I'm, I'm, I'm asking you something so that I will do it for you he says I want I want a bowl of jollof please add two eggs why is it a very uh, immature request it is because the person could have asked for a job a company something greater that at the end he can buy um, dollar for himself and if he even wants to buy the whole chicken he can also buy them So, a lot of people we go to god and when we go to god we ask god of things that they are very minor may our life be transformed from this moment our prayer life specifically We will ask of things that are potent, we ask of things that are powerful. We will ask of things that changes nations, we will ask of things that changes society, that changes family. We will ask of things that changes destiny. We will ask of things that has power to cause great change. Oh Lord, help me! I need ten thousand cities. Lord, I'm the Lord. I need ten thousand cities. Lord, it's a good thing. God can. Uh, it's not a wrong prayer at all. But one glorious opportunity can give you ten thousand cities every week, rather than a one-time thing you were asking for. One glorious God-ordained opportunity can give you that 10,000 cities every week than the one-time thing you need. I pray for you in Jesus' name. May this visit change your entire life in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. Amen. Be blessed and be highly favored in Jesus' name. Amen.